Good morning, I'm Tom Robinson with sports. Iowa Girls High School Athletic Union State Volleyball at quarterfinals yesterday at 1A. 2A and 3A, here are the scores. In 1A, Ankeny Christian over Newell Fonda, three sets to one. BCLUW over St. Ansgar, 3-2. In 2A, Dyke New Hartford shut out Eddieville Blakesburg, Fremont. Hinton over Applington Parkersburg in three. Denver beat Sumner Fredericksburg 3-0. And Grundy Cinever Kemper three cents to one. In class 3A, Mount Vernon took three from Wallard Catholic. Union Community three, Cherokee Washington none. Davenport 3-0 over Des Moines Christian. And Western Christian 3-1 over Center Point Urbana. State Volleyball Tournament continues today. In 1A, Ankeny Christian will take on BCLUW to one semifinal. Boyd and Holland, Holy Trinity Catholic, and another. In 2A, the semifinalist, Dyke New Hartford, they'll play Denver. Hinton will take on Grundy Center. In 3A, Mount Vernon plays Davenport Assumption, and Western Christian plays Union Community. 4A, Clear Creek Amana takes on North Scott. Indianola will play Lewis Central. In 5A, West Des Moines Dowling will match up against Pleasant Valley, and Ankeny Centennial will play Waukee Northwest. Eight-player quarterfinals all set for tomorrow night. The winner goes to Dome next week in the semifinals. Here are the matchups. Winfield, Mount Union, 10-0. They'll take on Don Bosco at 9-1. Cam, unblemished at 10-0. They'll travel to Algona, take on Bishop Garrigan. They're 9-1. We'll have that game on KSOM tomorrow night within the huddle show just after 5 and the kickoff at 6 o'clock from Algona. Gladbrook Rhinebeck, 9-1, takes on Clarksville at 11-0. And, oh. and also coming up tomorrow night, Lennox, 9-1, matching up against Bedford, 10-0. Oh. Lennox only lost the season, came to Bedford. Zach Collins has this report. Thursday will be a rematch between Lennox and Bedford as the Bulldogs beat the Tigers in September 44-30. And Bedford continues their winning streak of 10 games. Coach Bond is looking for his team to come out faster in this game and eliminate turnovers. If they're able to pull off those two goals, they may flip the script from week three. Yeah, you know, uh, Bedford's very well coached. They're big up front. They've got a lot of good athletes. Uh, but we know we, we can't spot them a three-score lead you know, right before half. It's just we've got to come out faster. We know if they score, we've got to match it. Um, you know, we've got to do the little things right. And if we get a turnover or uh, on downs, We've got to take full advantage of that and, you know, find the end zone. Bedford is a team that likes to utilize the running game. They rushed for 327 yards in their last game against Xyra EHK and had five rushing touchdowns. Lennox only allowed Audubon to 151 rushing yards and held some of their best runners, Evan Alt and Aaron Olson, to under 70 yards in the last game, something that most teams couldn't do all season. Yeah, you know, we, uh, I think I said at week three, you know, we've got to stop the run, and we did not stop at uh, the first go round. And so, we're, you know, we've got to emphasize this week is, you know, we've got to be gap sound. You know, we weren't quite gap sound week three, and they, they exposed us in some areas. You know, we've had all year to kind of work on that and get better at it, and I think we've gotten better each and every week. You know, but we've got to get better this week for sure. And The difference between week three and the quarterfinal in playoff action is that this Lennox team has not only gotten better athletically, they have also grown in their knowledge of the game. Both Dalton Kinsman and Jordan Martin England rushed for a combined 55 yards in the last game against Bedford, and they have only gotten better as the season has progressed. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is, um, you know, a lot of kids were new. 
uh, early in the year, didn't have a whole lot of experience under their belt. And I mean, now it's, you know, they've got a lot of experience and there's no excuses. We've got to execute. But, you know, I think J.J. has grown the most out of that backfield. You know, he's really kind of turned the corner the last few weeks and what he's capable of doing. Uh, he's doing a really good job for us right now. And then Dalton, he just needs to get the three, four yards when he touches the ball, you know, give us uh, a little bit ahead of the sticks, you know, not, not going backwards. And then, you know, we got to mix Gabe in there accordingly as well because he's kind of a change of pace to those two. Lennox travels to bed for this Thursday as they take on the Bulldogs in the quarterfinal matchup. The kickoff is set for 7 p.m., I'm Zach Collins reporting. Zach, thank you very much. And the Iowa Hawkeyes, Cooper DeGene and Joe Evans have continued to make headlines with multiple awards. This week, DeGene was named as the semifinalist for the Jim Thorpe Award, which is given to the nation's best defensive back. Joe Evans has been named as a nominee for the Burlesworth Trophy, which is given to the most outstanding former walk-on in college football. And T.J. Tampa just can't stay out of the award nominations and list for Iowa State. The senior, he's been named as a semifinalist for the Jim Thorpe Award. The Tampa, Florida native has a total of six interceptions and six pass breakups this season for the Cyclones. More sports on the website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Tom Robinson with sports.